Well, as much as I can be. This Latin dictionary I checked out from the library didn't have a translation for the word latrodectus, but the rest of Black Widow's message roughly translates to... Look up at the smoke in the sky, March 4th, 1991. Which was... Two days ago. But I still can't figure any of this out. A new message? Oh, it's from Roswell. And what's this? This message has an attachment. Ugh, a whole megabyte. This is going to take forever to transfer. I'd better start downloading it now, then. Okay, now to Roswell's message. Hello. Think I finally had a breakthrough. I'm sending you a picture that a British expatriate scanned and uploaded to the Alt.Conspiracy Conspiracy newsgroup last night. He claims that it's the sky over a small village where he's doing volunteer work in Africa. But get this. The village's coordinates match the number sequence Black Widow split into two of her last posts. Let me know what you think. And the download is done. Just in time. Now, let's see what you've sent me, Roswell. What the... That's a photo of smoke in the sky, alright, but what the hell is that? It looks like contrails, but contrails aren't supposed to stay in the sky long enough to do that. But that pattern, it's perfectly crisscrossed. As if someone did it. On purpose. Is this what Black Widow warned us about? Come on! Damn it, I'm gonna be late! Ugh, I'll get it! Hello, Reynolds residence, Mackenzie speaking. Oh, hi, Miss Nichols. Is she okay? I tried calling last night, but... Sure. Uh, I'll check in after school. You too. Bye. What's going on, Kendra? You've stopped answering my calls, and now you're missing school again. This isn't like you. What is going on? Fargo Productions presents Lucidus Somnia Starring Maya Doliel as Kendra Nichols Alistair Cato as Michael Fahm and Vinay P. Nariani as Dr. Sanjay Padaki Created and written by Rick De Barros.
Season 1, Episode 3. All right. Roswell predicted that those contrails would make their way stateside eventually. So where are they? Come on! Where are you guys? I'm ready! Look, I've even got my camera out! You want a photo? <sighs> Nothing. Not yet, anyway. Bird watching? Can't be. Bird watchers don't tend to scream at the sky. Huh? You saw that? <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're in my biology class, right? Yeah, you really had Mr. Jones fuming the other day. I'm the one. And I'm Mackenzie. But you can call me Mac. Mac? Everyone else does. Well, nice to meet you guys. I'm Michael. We know. You do? Don't you know? You're the talk of the school. Uh-huh-huh-huh-right. Seriously. We rarely get newbies at Vanderbilt. So it's kind of a big deal when we do. Well, thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm not used to people noticing me. Well, there are about 50 girls and a handful of guys that are very into you. <clears throat> well, tell them... Thanks. <laughs> Awkward? A little bit. <laughs> That's adorable. So how are you liking Vanderbilt? Um, okay, I guess. I mean, I'm mostly in study hall, outside of public speaking and biology. <laughs> so basically, you're treating it like a glorified daycare. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, we just wanted to say hi and welcome you to the family. <laughs> oh, Thanks. We're actually really nice, for the most part. Right. Well, see ya. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah? How's Kendra? Kendra? You know her? Well, no, not really. Um, she left public speaking the other day and never came back, and I was just sort of wondering, is she okay? Oh yeah, you were there. Well, to be honest, I have no idea what's going on with her. I tried calling her the past few nights, but she didn't even answer. Her mom says everything's fine, but then why isn't she here? Kendra has perfect attendance. She's like never even sick. So like, none of this is making any sense. Wow. That bad, huh? It's just not like her. Uh, well, <laughs> it was nice chatting with you. Yeah. You too. What the hell? Roswell was right. Those contrails. They're here. Are you comfortable, Kendra? Yeah. Don't worry. We've been through this before. If I notice any discomfort, I'll bring you out of hypnosis straight away. Thank you. Don't worry, honey. Dr. Padaki knows what he's doing. I know. Are you ready to begin? Yes. All right, Kendra. Just listen to the metronome. Nothing else matters except the soft ticking. You are completely relaxed and unafraid. I'm going to count to three. When I reach three, you will accept your memories returning to you without confusion or hesitation. Do you understand? Yes. Good. One, two, three. Come. Ah, Kenneth. How can I help? Hey. Doc. Everything all right? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, no. 
Oh. I just saw a young boy being guided to the room next to Kendra's. Ah, yes. Michael Fum. Today is his first day on site. So there's another kid just like Kendra in town? No. I met him in Chicago two months ago. I was a guest lecturer at a university where his father is a custodian. And let me guess. This Michael kid told you the contents of your briefcase without you ever opening it. <laughs> Good guess, but no. He was simply sitting out in the hallway, waiting for his dad's shift to end. Oh? So why is he here? He was playing with this little toy truck. It moved backward, forward, skidded, and did all these little tricks. I don't understand. He wasn't even touching it. The truck was at least five feet away from him. But surely... Oh yes. At first, I thought it was some remote control toy too. But I promise you it was not. He was moving it through some sort of telekinesis. One of the three T's. Precisely. I carried out a few simple tests, placed a few random objects in front of him, and I promise you he moved every single one without so much as twitching a muscle. They were completely under his control. Seven weeks later... He's here. Well, he doesn't look too happy about it. I expect he's a little shaken. Completely understandable. He's hardly a local boy. Right. If you want, Sandra and I can have a chat with his parents. That won't I... be necessary, Kenneth. His parents didn't come. Didn't come? You mean, he's here alone? He's just a kid. <laughs> he certainly wasn't being treated like one. What? After our meeting in the hallway... His father agreed to let me interview Michael that night. Two hours later, I arrived at the family home. His father was already drunk, incoherently so. Michael was desperately trying to prepare dinner for them both at only four years old. Trust me, Kenneth, this is the best place for him right now. What about his mother? Dead. Cerebral aneurysm the previous year. Jesus. My hope is that this facility will not only help Michael manage his telekinesis, but also give him a higher quality of life than he was accustomed to in Chicago. Of course. Will he and Kendra get to spend some time together at least? No. Come on, Doc, but why? That doesn't make any sense. At least not at the moment. Kendra and Michael aren't your average children, so it's best we keep them unaware of each other for the time being. Poor kid. Trust me, Kenneth. We are doing everything we can for Michael. I was able to get his father checked into an inpatient rehabilitation center. As soon as he's sober, he'll join us. In the meantime, Michael has a court-appointed custodial guardian on staff that will be with him 24-7. Right. Don't worry. He will be very well taken care of, just as you and your family have. And that's time. Now, as you studied that picture of the man, what did you see? A man. Kendra. I saw him sitting down with other people at the movies. That seems illogical for a fugitive on the run. Are you sure? Yes. This isn't a game, Kendra. But I'm sure the movie was on the back of a chair. On the back of a chair? Yes. There was a nice lady giving out sodas and food. She had a name tag on. A name tag? What did it say? Uh... Kendra. British Airways? Kendra, is this man on an airplane? No, he was in an airplane. Quite literal, this one. <coughs> Dr. Blakely. Oh, he is, is he? Stall him. I'll be five minutes. We're done for today, Kendra. Remember, don't tell anyone about these little games we're playing, okay? Um... You said it wasn't a game. Kendra. 
stupid Dr. Blakely. Where's that crying coming from? Hello? What were you doing with her, Blakely? What? No. Hello, how are you? Stop playing games, Blakely. What were you doing with her? Doing with whom? You know damn well who. I just saw you on the monitor in Kendra's room. What are you doing? You know she's my patient. Last I checked, you answered to me, Padaki. I'm your boss, after all. But since you caught me, I'll come clean. We were remote viewing. What? You know she's not ready for those types of experiments. Progress must be made. She's a child, for God's sake. You and I both know that Kendra isn't like other kids. With the right guidance, a child with Kendra's abilities will eventually be able to sniff out nuclear warheads on the moon. She's not a dog, Blakely. Lucidus Somnia is supposed to help her control her telepathic abilities, not weaponize them. You're being ridiculous. Am I? You're talking about turning children into psychic spies. Innocent children, Blakely. If David Sumter is watching an in-flight movie on his way to England right now, clear Kendra from your schedule. She'll be working with me from now on. Where are you? Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hmm, it sounds like it's coming from inside my head. Maybe I could try reaching him in a different way. Hello? Is anybody there? Oh, please, don't be sad. Hello? Why are you crying? I'm scared. I want to go home. Don't be scared. I'm here now. What's your name? Michael. My name's Michael. Hi, Michael. I'm Kendra. Where are you? I can hear you, but I can't see you. I don't know where I am. I just got here today. Dr. Padaki's supposed to help me with my tele te uh, telekin telekinesis. Yeah, that's it. Telekinesis. That's so cool. Don't be scared, Michael. It's a lot of fun here. Hey, maybe they'll let us play with each other. That would be awesome. I can't wait to meet you. What are you doing in here? Doc? Who are you and how did you get in here? I... This room is restricted to anyone but research staff. Restricted? Research? I... Dr. Sanjay Padaki here. We have a code red security breach in monitoring room C. I repeat, code red security breach in monitoring room C. A patient has escaped. Uh, escaped? Yes. Bring sedatives and restraints. This entire floor is under complete surveillance and this room cannot be accessed without a key code. But I'm not a patient! For the last time, how did you get in here? Just a dream. Wake up, Kendra. Wake up! Kendra? Kendra, wait! Is my mind deceiving me? Or was that really the same five-year-old girl in the other room, but from ten years in the future? Yes, Sanjay Padaki here again. Cancel that code red. Yes, I'm alright. 
Sorry for the confusion. If that really was Kendra, it looks like she was able to take the envelope I left for her back to the future. Curious. Her quantum physics book from earlier is still here. Hmm. Property of Vanderbilt Academy, Austin, Texas. Checked out to Kendra Nichols on March 4th, 1991. That's 10 years from now to the day. But how in the world did she get out of this program? It's been a life sentence for practically everyone involved. Myself included. Come. Oh, it's you. Why the long face, Padaki? You're not still sour that Kendra's working with me now, are you? Look, you're an amazing neuropsychiatrist. No one can deny that. That's why I hired you. But surely you must admit that Kendra was wasting her time with those silly little parlor tricks of yours. But just so you know, Kendra is going to be perfectly fine in tomorrow's experiment. I'm not worried about Kendra. She'll be fine no matter what. What I don't like is you taking advantage of a child to further your own agenda. Like it or not, you're involved now. I already agreed to do the brainwave research you wanted during tomorrow's experiment. Think of this as a win-win for both of us. What about Kendra? How does this experiment benefit her? She can almost read pieces of paper folded in the pockets of subjects all over the world. Before you know it, she'll be reading secret terrorist files. She'll be an American hero. Just as soon as we teach her every language known to mankind. <laughs> Lighten up. Language part was a joke. Look, think of all the lives we could save, Padaki. You never had a problem when we were using adult subjects. The adults signed up for this. Kendra is only five years old and thinks she's been playing games for the last year and a half. It was you who decided to make it a game. How can you sleep at night? <laughs> you make it sound so evil. You said it, not me. I'm done here. Get home safe. Kenneth Nichols, Sanjay Padaki here. Fine, thank you. There's something we need to discuss. Yes, Kendra's fine. How soon can you and Sandra come in for a meeting? Tomorrow morning's fine. See you then. Good night, Mr. and Mrs. Teddy Kins. Sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. Kendra? Kendra, can you hear me? Captain, over. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do today? Doc and I did a really cool trick. I moved a bowling ball across the room into a big swimming pool. That's so cool. I know, right? <laughs> I miss playing games with Doc. What about Dr. Blakely? I don't really like Dr. Blakely. Why? I don't know. I just don't. Oh. But how's your dog Buster doing? He's getting so big. He can fetch and roll over now. Cool. Well, I better get some sleep. Good night, Kendra. Talk to you tomorrow. Night, Michael. Talk to you tomorrow. Now, Kendra, this is going to be the biggest, most fun game you've ever played. Really? I want you to lie on that board over there, and we're going to put you into that big machine there. Inside, there's a special TV show just for you. And Dr. Blakely, I don't want to play this game. I'm scared. Don't be silly. 
Nothing scares you. But... The machine is harmless. In fact, it's going to paint pictures of your brain in all sorts of pretty colors. The machine loves to paint just like you do. You'd like to paint with the machine, wouldn't you? No, I don't want to. Something bad's gonna happen. Kendra, nothing bad is going to happen. It's perfectly safe. Now stop being silly and play the game. No! This is out of character for her. She's usually fearless. Kendra, do you want to see your dog again? Yes, sir. Well, Buster's very sick right now, and he won't get any better until you do this, okay? Oh, okay. Gum? Ah, Kenneth, Sandra, you wanted to speak to us about Kendra. Is she all right? Have a seat, please. I want you to pull her out of the program. Pull her out of the program? Why? To put it simply, Dr. Blakely doesn't have Kendra's best interest in mind. But you said this program would help her. And we thought she was doing well. She is doing well. A little too well. That's the problem. I don't understand. All I can say is that she's being asked to do experiments not intended for children her age. She's not in any danger, is she? No. But trust me when I say you need to pull her out of the program. But our contract runs for another three months. Don't renew it. Make it known that you won't straight away. Doctor, with all due respect, this is our daughter you're talking about. You owe us a proper explanation. We have a right to know. Please believe me when I say I am already breaching every non-disclosure agreement under the sun by having this conversation with you right now. Any more and I'd lose my job. Kendra is no longer my patient. My hands are tied. Just please take my word for it and pull her out of the program. Job and location. Target is locked and ready. Starting camera for live feed now. We are live and ready. Kendra, I'm going to start the video on the screen in front of you. Okay. Kendra, can you see the image on the monitor? Yes, sir. The person on the screen in front of you is in another part of the world. He's being shown words in the language he speaks. I want you to relax and concentrate on the man's face. When you're ready, focus on being in that room and tell me what the man sees. Doctor, she can barely read English. How do you expect her to understand German? I'm running this experiment. She'll be fine. Kendra, whenever you're ready. Kendra, if you can't read the words, just spell them out, okay? What are you scared of, Kendra? I don't know. I just feel like something bad's going to happen. Just concentrate. <laughs> I don't want to. Please, I'm scared. Let me out. Let me out. Kendra. You have to do this. I told you your dog is really sick. Do you want him to die? Do you? No! <laughs> then do what I say. Okay. <laughs> now focus. Concentrate on the man in the video and focus on being in the room with him. Her brain and heart activity just flatlined. Get her out of there now. Target, abandon experiment. I repeat, abandon experiment. 
Shay, subject, a young girl, has just materialized in the middle of our facility. What? That's not possible. I'll put her on camera for you. My God. It's Kendra. She's in Germany. You have been listening to Lucidusomnia, a podcast created and written by Rick DeBarros. It starred Maya Doliol as Kendra Nichols, Alistair Cato as Michael Pham, and Vinay P. Narayani as Dr. Sanjay Padaki. It featured Maganda Marie as Mackenzie Reynolds, Gary Gibbs as Kenneth Nichols, Sheila Morris as Sandra Nichols, Dave Lee as Dr. Conrad Blakely, Blair Green Osako as young Kendra, Kip as young Michael, Jared J. Lee as Dewan Coleman, A.J. O'Shea as additional voices. The theme song was composed by Yakov Svechkovic. Copyright 2023, Bargo Productions. More information about Bargo Productions can be found online at bargoproductions.com. That's B-A-R-G-O productions.com.